Hey there, it's Nikki Klosser, and I want to let you know about an awesome free giveaway for people on our email list. If you haven't already, click the link in our podcast description or go to theportraitsystem.com slash sign up to get on the list. If you sign up, you'll get a free Posing 101 PDF to jumpstart things. It's an epic PDF, so you'll definitely want to get this. Also, just by being in our email community, you'll get deals, sales, and information about any of our upcoming events and activities. So head over to theportraitsystem.com slash sign up and sign up today. You're listening to the Portrait System Podcast. I thought, how long am I going to let what I don't like run my life when I feel like I could do what I love? Welcome to the Portrait System Podcast. I'm your host, Nikki Klosser, and this show is here to help you succeed in the world of photography and business, to help you learn to become financially free doing what you love and so much more. With over 1 million downloads, countless photographers have taken what they've learned from both our episodes and from theportraitsystem.com, and they have grown their businesses, quit their day jobs, and are designing a life of their dreams. We keep it real and share stories about the ups and downs that come with running a photography business. You'll hear real-life stories of how other photographers run their business, and you'll learn actionable steps that you can take to reach your own goals. Thank you so much for being here, and let's get started. Hey guys, now is your chance to check out all of the incredible photography education we have available for you at theportraitsystem.com. For only $7, you will get access to over 1,000 videos, including pricing, posing, marketing, lighting, sales, inspiring photo shoots, self-value, and more. Yes, you'll get your first month for only $7 when you become a pro member, and you'll get access to the full download library with posing guides and workbooks and so much more. Also, this includes a pricing calculator, a studio startup timeline, our weekly live broadcasts, including Sue Bryce's live talks, access to our private members-only Facebook groups, special discounts on photography products, and so much more. Head over to theportraitsystem.com and enter the code PODCAST7 to get your first month for only $7. That's theportraitsystem.com and enter the code PODCAST7. My guest this week on the Portrait System Podcast is Josh Beaton. Josh is an incredibly talented photographer, and he only started his business just over a year ago. While Josh does portraits for his regular clients, he also found a huge need for doing tween photo shoots once he started offering a package for that age group. After brainstorming, he and his wife, Danielle, founded the Tween Esteem Project to offer photo shoots to a diverse group of tweens who could definitely benefit from a big boost of self-esteem and pampering. While this is a nonprofit and the shoots are offered at no cost to the tweens, photographers involved in the Tween Esteem Project still get paid for their work. Joshua is showing us that you can focus on something you feel really passionate about, but also make a living doing it. I really love learning all about Joshua's business and about the Tween Esteem Project, and I'm so happy to share this episode with you. Okay, let's get started with Josh Beaton. Hi, Josh. Welcome to The Portrait System. How are you? Good. How are you, Nikki? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I was just telling you that um, my kids are here, so we might get interrupted, but we'll see. Love it. (laughs) Summer break is almost over. (laughs) I hear (laughs) you. All right. So Josh, first of all, tell people where you're located and tell us about your business partner as well. Sure. So I'm located in Chicago, Illinois. I have my own business, which is just myself, which is uh, Josh Beaton Photography. And then my wife and I started a nonprofit called the Tween Esteem Project. The Teen Esteem Project. Tween. Tween Esteem. Sorry. The Tween Esteem Esteem Project. Okay. And that is photography related. It is. It's okay. we take um, basically luxury portraits and give the kids the whole luxury portrait experience for teens yeah. and tweens who are struggling with self esteem and, and confidence, yeah. and we do it at no cost to their families. Oh, I love it! I can't wait to hear all about how you do this because ultimately, it is maybe not at this second, but it will be profitable for you. Exactly. And there's an opportunity for other photographers around the country to do this and have it be profitable. But before we get to all of that, I want to back up a little bit because you have two separate parts of your business now. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Let's back up and tell me, have you always been a photographer or is this something new to you? So I recently listened to David Franco's uh, episode and we have similar stories. I went to school for graphic design. I've been a designer for the last 
what, almost 20 years. Yeah. Wow. Um, all the way, I worked my way all the way up to creative director. And then just this past February, I left and just, you know, took a big yeah. jump. And, um, and well, so I've been doing... You know, I know people, sorry to interrupt you, people yeah. out there listening who are like kind of on the fence about leaving a job. And, you know, I've had a couple people say, ask people, what was it that made them finally pull the trigger? Like, was it a certain amount of money in the bank? Did you have enough clients coming in the door? Do you have a spouse who supports you? Like, Sure. Yeah. Um, a lot of those things. Um, <laughs> my, my quote that's going to happen at the end of this relates directly to this. But uh-huh. um, my, my wife has a full-time job, so I, I had a little bit of like comfort there as far as like a safety net. Mm-hmm. But it also just became, how long am I going to do something that I don't love, right? And yeah. I, I just kind of like fell, I loved design for a long time, but I just kind of fell out of love with it. And it's been years of that. And so I just would go to work and then on my all my spare time was all photography. And yeah. um, I thought, how long am I going to let what I don't like run my life when mm. I feel like I could do what I love. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it, it's a, yeah. um, it was this balancing act and one just eventually outweighed the other. And to be yeah. completely honest, I took the jump without a client base that would support that. Right. Like okay. it was a risk. Got it. Did you have any clients coming in? At the yeah. Time? Yeah. Every, every once in a while I would have clients and I had a, a studio that I was paying for that was 185 square feet. It was just a little oh, teeny yeah. tiny little, studio. Yeah. Yeah, and I shoot. If you've seen my work, I shoot a lot of full body portraits. Yeah, so I was like how back, I was just thinking that, like, how are you doing that? Yeah, it was my back was against one wall; they were against the other wall, and we just made it work because that's all I could afford. Yeah, and then when I left uh, the job in February, uh, not too long after that, I we decided to take the plunge and get this new studio, which is now a thousand square feet. So now I have oh, nice. room to run around and screen yeah. and stuff, and it's great. Yeah. Wow. Okay. And this is all before the tween esteem project. Like yeah, this well, is just not yeah. really. We started the tween esteem project roughly in January of this year. Okay. And we kind of the reason my wife was on board with getting this bigger studio is because I couldn't host makeup in in the other studio. It was just too uh, small. Yeah. And so yeah. we'd have to rent another studio in that building just for makeup for every time we have a tween esteem session. And it just became mm. too much. Where yeah. now I can have everything in this studio, and it's um, it's more of a, a controlled, you know, functioning, yeah. you know, business. That makes sense. Something you said there is like, how long am I going to do this being unhappy, or how long am I going to continue letting something I do not enjoy anymore run my life? I think that's really, really important for people who are kind of on the fence about, you know, leaving the job that's sucking their soul dry. <laughs> Because it's yeah. it, it's really important, and it sounds like you know your wife has some income for you, which mm-hmm. is nice. You know that helps, right. and not everybody has that. But we all have our own comfort comfort levels. Like when I when I took the plunge and quit my job as a social worker, I didn't have like my husband was not making much money. Like he couldn't float the bills for us. Like there's right. no way at the time. So yeah. Yeah, it's no, and we have a similar thing. Like this is a short term uh, solve where she like help, you know is is able to basically carry the weight. It's not uh, like okay. I can not make any money ever again and just okay. do what I want to do. You know, this yeah. is um, we're we pull up the bootstraps. You know, all those phrases the kids are saying these days, yeah. and we just are making it work. And yeah. we're putting a lot of effort into marketing the business. And funny enough, it you know I I see. Everyone's kind of struggling this summer, which um, is interesting. At least everyone I know. Yeah. So it's just whatever. We're just going to keep keep moving forward, you know, instead yeah. of just standing in one place. You know, summer is always a slower time for me with personal branding. I don't know what mm-hmm. what like the genres because I'm looking. I mean, having looked at the tween esteem like website, I mean, your work is just absolutely beautiful. Is this well, you. you know tell people like what is it that you do like? If people were to go and, and look at Tween mm-hmm. Esteem, is that going to be similar work to what your typical clients are? Or tell, tell people about what you shoot, I guess, is a long-winded yeah, yes. way of saying that. 
<laughs> so a lot of people um, would describe themselves as dark and moody, right? That's a style. Mm-hmm. I would describe mine as more as like dark and romantic. Okay. The, the way I like things, I like to describe as, as romantic and um, almost vampy, right? And yeah. But I... I, sometimes I'll, I'll dip my toe into like some of the darker things just because I have a, a darker taste, but yeah. we also go to the really light side. And, um, so what I like to do is when couples or people on their own or people with their kids or anything come in is I show them these and I describe it the way most, um, Sue Bryce followers describe it, which is the Vanity Fair Vogue style shoot. Um, but yeah. I like to say mine's luxury, luxury with an edge. Yeah. And so when I bring these kids in for tween esteem, I like to give them the exact same experience that like for tween esteem, we're not trying to give them a special experience that is specifically for these kids. And we're, you know, making it a little less because it's free and all this stuff. We want to give them the exact same experience as somebody who would hire me and walk through the door. They get the exact same experience from front to back. In fact, they actually get a little more. Your work is gorgeous. I mean, I oh, can see you. what you're saying, that kind of like, you know, luxury with an edge sort of, yeah, I can, it's it's really beautiful. And I saw on your website too, you also do headshots, you know, as part of it and seniors as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah um, the, the headshots are, uh, my wife will be mad at me for saying this, but I don't love them. And yeah. they're like the, you do what you got to do to do what you yeah. want to do. Yeah. And that's that's kind of how I treat headshots. Do you think headshots, doing headshots are as, better than going back to your old job? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely. It's interesting. Like Sue Bryce and I have talked about this recently, how about, about how sometimes there are certain things that maybe don't light us up quite as much as exactly what we want to be doing. Mm-hmm. But those things that can pay the bills and, you know, it's better than going back to like some shitty job or whatever. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. I would do headshots all day. Yeah, yeah. Back to what I was saying before about summer being slower for me. It, yeah. Aside from high school seniors, which I've kind of toned down on as well, I think I'm only doing, let's see, probably seven, maybe eight. If I throw mm-hmm. in one of my one of my BFF's son that I'm not charging her, so eight. But seven paying seniors this year because I love my summer. Like, I don't want to work my summer away. Like, I want to hang out with my kids and go to the lake and, you know, so. But The um, problem I'm having with seniors is that I'm a studio photographer. And I'm trying to basically, kind of, right? I'm trying to change the game of I'm not going to take you, take your image in a field, right? Mm -hmm. So now, do you want your images like this? Basically, my my tagline for it is your kid isn't like any other kid. So why are you doing the same photos as everyone else? Yeah, I love it. I love it. So we'll see. I I think though, Josh, that it's changing a little bit because my, it's funny this came up today because I have a shoot today with a senior. Mm -hmm. And I just assumed, because they said something about the flowers at my house and which did not grow very well this year because the bunnies (laughs) ate I had a thousand, over a thousand, no, I had several thousand seeds planted, but the ones that I particularly really wanted to grow for this season, I had a thousand of these Cosmos that have purple in the middle and pink on the outs. I just absolutely love them. And the bunnies ate them all. Like you can see where they had grown and there's just like a snip at the top. Like they ate a thousand of them. I'm not even kidding. Well, just think, think about all the bunnies you fed. That was nice of you. Ugh. Someone else said that, and I was like, rabbit stew. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> so originally, the mom had brought up flowers. So in my head, I'm assuming that they just want all outdoor and this sort of thing. And she was kind of like, well, are we going to start at your studio for studio photos? And I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. I thought you wanted all outdoor. Now, typically, when I had a studio that I manage, it was my studio all the time, when we did senior shoots, I would kind of make them. We'd start with hair and makeup inside my studio, and then I would make them <laughs> do an outfit or two in the studio because the parents always bought the in-studio as well as the outdoors. Mm. But now that I do senior shoots at my house, part of me is like, well, if I don't have to set up in my house and get my kids and my husband out the door and they want all outside, that's fine. you know? Right, absolutely. So I haven't been pushing in-studio as much. But this parent was like, well, where are we going to do the the actual like studio photos? You know, she really wants them. And I was like, she does? Oh, okay. Because normally I'm the one trying to convince them. Right. So I don't know. I wonder if it's starting to shift where 
you know, some kids are seeing the studio and thinking it's really cool and model like, magazine like, and maybe maybe we're changing things. Yeah, that would be great. I'm on so, board with that. Yeah. Anyway, my whole point is is that the summer for personal branding for me is always the slowest. Yeah. I pick back up honestly probably not until November and then of course we hit December holidays, but January is when I'm like go time again. So, I don't know. I wonder, you know, families are so busy in the summer and people are just doing things and going on vacation and... Yeah, and school's starting right now for us. Like next Uh, week, my daughter starts and and so I think things will get back to normal in a month or so. Yeah. Okay, so you have your new thousand foot, square foot studio, which is amazing. Congratulations on that. Thank you. Now, at what point... Okay, so you have some clients coming in, you said. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So now you're just trying to ramp up the marketing with that. Yeah, basically. And and to be honest, the Tween Esteem project is almost like another source of marketing for my business because, yeah. um, like I said, we keep them very separate. So um, here, I'll you know I'll just get into how we started the Tween Esteem because yeah, it, it, yeah. it goes with this. Yep. So a while ago, like late last year, I had a, a young lady come into my studio um, named Emmy. And Emmy wanted to be an extra for um, just on TV. We have a lot of TV shows that film in Chicago. And yep. she just she wanted to be an extra. And so her godmother brought her in for headshots mm. just to kind of give her some of those that experience of what it's like to be an extra. Yeah. And um, I had a friend of mine do the headshots for that. She was just using my studio. And while she was doing that, I was sitting there talking to the godmother. And she was telling me how Emmy was kind of struggling, you know, with her self-esteem and, you know, just wasn't wasn't loving herself the way she should. Mm-hmm. And so I decided, yeah, why not? I'll invite her back for a full session with me um, just for free, just because I wanted to help this girl out. Yeah. And um, she came in and we gave her a full session and it was great and fun. And then I sent her the photos and it was like, I don't know. It's like I gave her a, a college scholarship or something. It wow. just completely change like I was getting text messages from her godmother of you know how she was in a bad mood and then she came in and her godmother showed her the photos and then she like froze and had a lump in her throat and like you could tell was trying not to cry and all this um and then I found out later she wrote a paper about me at school about somebody who has impacted her life and I want to go on record and say my kids have never done that. And so when this girl did it, it was it was so oh heartwarming gosh. and amazing. And just watching what happened to her was really um, like sparking something in me saying, you know, I've got to be able to do this. I got to be able to help like tweens and teens because I have teens myself and I've seen some of the stuff they've gone through and it's a different yeah. world than it's when hard. I was a teen. And, um, you know, if you're getting bullied, for instance, when I was a teen, you come home from school and the bullying's done. Now it's bullying 24 seven, mm. right? It's just mm-hmm. social media bullying nonstop. And these kids don't have a, have a chance to take a breath and just no. kind of like be with themselves. Heart wrenching. And so, right. And so we, uh, or I decided I'm just going to offer a package for teens and tweens, right? So I started doing that. I charged, it was just another package and it was fine. But what I noticed is that the same girl was coming in every time, which was, mm-hmm. you know, a middle-class white girl from the suburbs, you know, which I understand they have self-esteem issues as well. But especially in a city like Chicago, I'm like, there's so many people in this city that yeah. aren't going to be able to do this. Yeah. But I can't just do it for free. Like, how, how can I do this? Right. Like, I don't have, I'm not like super wealthy that I can just be like, free photo shoots for everyone. So I was actually talking to Kat about it on one of her group calls. And she said, um, you know, I was explaining how I was kind of struggling with what I want to do. And she said that um, it looks like someone needs sponsorship. And I'm like, okay. So I, you know, McDonald's is based in Chicago. And I'm like, we've got like really big companies here. So how would I go about, you know, going to one of them and asking for sponsorship for this project? So I met with a friend of ours who's a fundraiser. And he, I explained this whole thing and he's just sitting there with a smile on his face. And I'm like, what, you know, what's going on? And he goes, you're making it way too hard. He said, start a nonprofit. And Uh, I didn't know you Mm -hmm. could just do that. I didn't know you could just start a nonprofit. And well, um, the paperwork is no fun. The 501c3 paperwork, that was like banging my head against the wall. 
I hear you. So that's, thank God for my wife, because she did that. And um, <laughs> and it takes like eight to, I think eight to 14 months to get your 501c3 back. Yeah. Um, we got it in like about seven or eight, I think. Um, nice. The trick is email your congressman and they they help move it along, apparently. Oh. Yeah. So, uh, well, that's what we heard. We did it. And then we got the 501c like right after. So I don't nice. know if it had anything to do with it, but yeah. you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, so now it's a full on run 501c3 organization. But then we worried a lot about me being in it and um, like, how is this working? It, like it's mine, but my wife is the executive director for it. Right. And then how are people getting paid? Because the the common misconception is that nonprofit means free. And right. that's not true. Like, right. you know, a nonprofit is run like any other business and people need to be paid as employees. And, um, you know, when you look at the biggest nonprofits in the world, you're not, I mean, these CEO, CEOs make millions of dollars. Bank. Yeah. And why, yeah. why shouldn't they? They run right. the same type of business as, you know, uh, Nike does, but, right. you know, it, they just are helping people. Yeah. So anyway, so we had to figure out a way where, Everyone could get paid in this, and right now nobody is. We're still um, we're still in the the volunteer portion of it. Like I yeah. committed to donating twenty five sessions, mm -hmm. and after twenty five sessions, then I would be paid per session as a contractor. Yeah, and then this um, is awesome. Yeah, and then as soon as my wife, as soon as we get the funding like going, my wife will be paid as the executive director. Yeah. And we have a board of directors, and they're amazing. We have um, the marketing director from United Way Worldwide on our wow. board. We have um, a design director from LinkedIn. We have uh, like we have really big names on this board, and we've been working with um, organizations locally, like the um, Chicago Sky, which is the women's WNBA team. Um, wow! And and just we're making really great connections with this. And we've been nominated for a MacArthur Fund, which is a big grant in Chicago. And oh, my gosh. I mean, just things are really, really starting to roll. Um, yeah. And, and it's well, really great. I want to back up a little bit because there's so much mm -hmm. that you said in there that I think is really important to talk about. Yeah, sorry One, for just... No, no, that's okay. You gave tons <laughs> of good information. I just want to make sure we hit some of these key points for people listening who are like, wait, I want to do this. Or yeah. maybe do something else. Okay, so I think as photographers, we... As human beings, there's all there's something that we're always passionate about, something that tugs at our heartstrings in a way that we want to help. But like you said, we can't just keep doing things for free. We're not a charity. So it right. gets really tricky. Now, like you were saying, when you have a 501c3, approaching an organization like McDonald's, they are not going to donate to you unless you are a 501c3. Like Absolutely. the nonprofit that I started a long time ago, that was extremely important even individuals often won't because you don't get the tax write-off if you're not yep. a 501c3. Okay. And there might be different rules for different countries or, you know, how that all works. But yeah. oftentimes people will not donate unless you have that. So yeah. it's important. And with that though, like you were saying, comes board of directors and often those are volunteer positions. So there mm -hmm. is, it's not like you know, oh, sweet, I'm going to start making money off this charity right away. Like, there is a lot that goes into it. And yeah, it but is it's a long very term doable. Game. Yeah. And in fact, 99% of grants that you apply for, you have to have a 501c3. Yeah. And actually, yeah. what we're finding is a lot of grants also require a $1 million operating budget, which is oh, interesting. Dang. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, uh, Mackenzie Scott is her, I think is her name, right? From Jeff Bezos, ex-wife that's giving everybody uh, billions yeah, of dollars. Sure. Um, oh, wow. She requires a $1 million operating, bu operating budget. Wow. Uh, Pivotal Ventures, which is uh, Melinda Gates, Bill Gates, ex-wife foundation requires a million dollar operating budget, which to be honest, is probably pretty easy to hit. Like for, like I was telling you earlier, we, we um, want this to go nationwide, right? We're not yeah. in a position to do it right this second, but the goal is once we get the funding in place, we want tween esteem Dallas. We want tween esteem Denver, tween esteem Baltimore. You know, we mm -hmm. want to start going all around. And basically I would be in charge of finding a photographer in those cities and mm -hmm. helping them. Like there, there's going to be rules, right? Like for instance, you have to have a studio. 
because we don't want to we don't want to deal with outside and everybody's canceling and you know a lot well, of these and the kids, liability of being in someone's home like that absolutely yeah absolutely and so yeah. we we have a, a list of things we're working on that are just like non negotiables that you'd have to have to even qualify right. and then you have to have um, a certain level of work of course you don't have to shoot like I shoot like we mm-hmm. don't have to have like similar styles, yeah. but it has to be like similar level. It has to be like a luxury experience for the kids, yeah. right? And that's professional the standard. Goal. I mean, exactly. It's Absolutely. the brand. Yeah. 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 We, yeah. I mean, no offense to anybody out there, but we don't want, you know, the whole just a point and shoot in the backyard. And yep. it that may make that kid feel great, but it's not what, what we're doing. Yeah. And, and so we want to do this. And like I said, we'd be paying these photographers. Like everybody gets paid who works with us. We work with uh, makeup artists right now. They get paid. We have little events and people get paid for those events. And it, it's just, we're not trying to be a business that takes. Like yeah. we are a, a business. We're a 501c3 organization and we want to run it as such. And yeah. so, um, yeah. And, and we've been seeing, we've had 20, I think 23 kids, 22 or 23 kids come through so far. And the results have just been, I mean, Amazing. Just really, really amazing. You see kids walk in and they're whispering. And then by the end of the session, they're walking out yelling and they're wearing a crown and like it's a whole thing. Yeah, it's great. I mean, it sounds like Emmy kind of, as much as she wrote the report about you, it sounds like she kind of helped change your life too. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I, I tell people all the time, these kids get a lot out of this, but selfishly, I get tons out of this as well. You know, I, yeah. I don't know whose self-esteem goes up more during these sessions, you know, mine or theirs. Yeah, it's really, really cool. And it's such a good way to kind of mesh together, mesh together, blend together, wanting to do something that feels really good, but also needing to pay the bills. Right. And, and you know, like you were saying, yes, our normal portrait work it does. It makes us feel good. Like that is the goal that we give mm-hmm. people photos that they love of them themselves, whether it is for personal branding where they're going to go ahead and use it in their brand and it's going to make them more money in the end, or it is a mother and daughter shoot where they're going to have those for the rest of their life. Like there's so many different reasons that we do this, but there is some, a really special, important thing that happens among tweens. Like you were saying with yeah. bullying, there's hormones happening that is when they start to pull away from their parents more. Like there's so much going on as tweens mm-hmm. that can, I mean, what happens in your tween years can really ugh, sometimes make or break that self-value, self-esteem. and Yeah. And we've, yeah. we've been working with an organization here that is in the foster care system. Uh, and we... Yeah. When we work with them, obviously, we're not allowed to show any of the images that we take because some of these kids were taken out of homes and, you know, they they basically are being hidden from family members right. and stuff like that. So we can't show any of that. But something that when we met with this organization, they told us these kids go through their teen years or their whole childhood, really, and they have no pictures. Not even yeah. bad pictures. They have zero photos of oh, when they're God, a child. So horrible, yeah. And then, yeah. and so when we're able to do this and we give them these images that they can just have for themselves, not only are they beautiful and, you know, really luxurious images, but they're images of this time in their life that they just yeah. wouldn't have. Yeah. And it, it's really, it's, it's really impactful. Yeah. In so many ways, in so many ways. And like you said, you know, you're trying to open up more to just a middle-class family in the suburbs, but, right. you know, a kid in foster care, what they're, how are they going to come up with, I mean, that's the least of, of their worries of coming up with, you know, $1,000, $2,000 to do a shoot. Right. So right. this is such a good, like, okay, so let's talk about that. Yeah. Well, first of all, I think it's a great idea for people to offer this as just a session that parents sure. who have the money can come in and do. Mm-hmm. Like, I really think it's a powerful way. And I think there's a marketing piece there too, because what parent who has a tween who's struggling can't relate to some sort of marketing? Like if you're if your kid needs a boost, you know, like a self-esteem boost, like I got you. I mean, you really could use that in a way that's gonna hit home with a lot of parents. So it yeah. could just be part of your business, but for you know, wanting to reach those kids which screams at my heart even more that can't afford it and don't have that opportunity 
to have that fundraising piece, I feel like you have to have a strong fundraiser on your team though. Well, so right now we are 100% donor funded at this point. We have a handful of prominent portrait system members that are, are great donors to this program. And we, like I said, we have been nominated for this grant. We're starting to write grant applications now, which again is a whole full-time job. It is. Writing these grants. I mean, it is. Oh my gosh. I I, I don't have the brain for it. I don't either. It was not my jam. That's very hard. Yeah, my, my wife is closer than I am to having the brain for it. Like she's she's amazing, but um, I don't even know that she has the full brain for it. Like it's a oh specific. Gosh. Oh well, I'm so sorry. I was just gonna say, what is that like GPT chat? Could that help you? Is that what that's called? Yeah, the one where people called. are like, you know, you can type in like, tell me how to you know raise chickens. I'm very chicken focused right now. Tell me how to raise chickens, and it'll be like. Number one, and I'll just like spit it back. I haven't used it much, but yeah. people are swearing by it. I'm like, hmm, maybe for grant writing. That's interesting. I, yeah, I don't, I don't know. We should maybe try something like that. Yeah, GPT uh, chat, GPT I think chat. it's called. Yeah. Part yeah. of me feels like that's cheating. Like we had to go to the library and pick out encyclopedias <laughs> and go through the right? card catalog, you know. But I'm, you know, trying to get with the times and not be an old curmudgeon. And I think that this is a way that GPT chat might be able to really benefit a great cause. Yeah. I'm all about know. cheating. If it's easier, yeah. I'm down, you know, <laughs> it's fine. For, fine with me. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. yeah. So, I mean, we're, yeah, it's good to have good fundraisers on your team. And really like just lately, we've been telling people if you can't donate, that's fine. Like we understand that, but mm-hmm. introduce us to someone like the introductions mm-hmm. are just as mm-hmm. good as a donation, sometimes yeah. better. So it, it, it's really good. We're, we're getting around. We, we've actually turned down news coverage twice because we, we weren't ready for it. We, uh, we want to be smart. fully there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Smart. So when somebody, when we, they show us, we're, they're not like trying to donate, but like links don't work and, and like we weren't set up and all of that. We want to be fully professional so yes. they don't think it's just some mom and pop like decided to do this for one kid and now they want money. So, yeah, um, smart. Yeah. And we run it very much like a campaign, right? So at the end of the year, um, we're doing our first one in October. We have a gallery show. Mm-hmm. And these kids are going to have 20 by 30 framed images yeah. up on the wall. And, and we have it. a whole gallery night, right? So they'll come in with their families and they'll get to see not only themselves on the wall of a legit art gallery, not my studio with pictures up. Like we've mm-hmm. rented an art gallery. Um, so they see themselves as art in an art gallery, but they also see all these other kids who have been going through the same thing, right? And yeah. so they're not alone. Yeah. They they, yeah. they don't feel alone. They feel together. And then at the end of the show, they all get to take them. So they'll all have, you know, the big photos of themselves. I mean, we run into oh, a little bit chills. of problems. You know, there's a little bit of problems when they have siblings, because it's mm. like, oh, now they have a big image up on the wall and no one else does. Right, um, right. Or for kids, you know, some of the kids that have come in, I can think of one in particular that were homeless for a while and they live in a one bedroom apart with apartment with eight of their fa- family members. They're not going to have room for a big image on the wall. So yeah. for them, we're working on more of like a trifold type thing where they still yeah. get something uh, to bring home, but we don't want to make, fe- make people feel bad about themselves by right. giving them a big image that they can't use. You know what I mean? So So we're still working through a lot of that. Yeah. Yeah. And as soon as we think we have everything figured out, another loophole comes in that we didn't think about. And now, you know, we have to be able to to change on a dime. So it's, yeah, yeah, it's always exciting. Now, linking this back to, because obviously you are in, you know, more of the startup phase with it. And eventually, like you plan for it to go national and, you know, pretty amazing. And for people out there who do, you know, charity shoots and charity work and that sort of thing. Like, how do you connect it to your business? Because I didn't even see when I was looking at the Tween Steam, um, the tweensteamproject.org is the website. I don't even see, okay, I guess under team, but I don't see your website linked here anywhere. You're on the website, right? Yeah. Yeah. The yeah, tweensteamproject.org. Okay, yeah, the- yeah. So all I am on that side is I'm a board member. Okay. Right? So I'm part of the team. So when we post on Instagram, Facebook, everything, my my 
business pages are tagged as the photographer. Okay. So okay. Um, that's mainly where people come in is through mm-hmm. Instagram is probably our number one source of where people find us. And th- okay. on there, I'm tagged in everything as my... Okay, I do business. see also on here about the photographer. If you scroll down yes. under the experience, yep. you are right. linked there. Yeah, so I'm it's sorry. not yep, like, I'm look at me, I'm Josh, I'm the one who's doing this or whatever. It's exactly. very subtle. But at yep. the same time, you do have another business. Like it would be great yeah. to have some, you know. Well, we want to keep it subtle there. because we don't want it to be about me because it's not. Yeah. I'm a contractor. And the reason we did that is because if I want to, if we want to bring this to Denver, Denver, that photographer is a contractor, yes, right? I'm just, yep, yep, yep. I'm on the, I'm on the contractor list mm-hmm. of photographers. I just happen to be the Chicago one. Got it. Right. And, and yes, that way, um, like I said, we try and keep it separate because we don't want people to get all weird about, oh, well, they're paying each other out of this nonprofit and, yeah. you know, that's all shady. We're, we're trying to be very transparent with everything and keeping things separate. And just, um, like I said, I'm a non-voting member of the board. I'm just there to kind of help artistically direct it the way that, you know, yeah. I, I started it. And so I want, I don't want to like give it to other people and hope it goes the way that I envisioned it. Right. So, yeah. um, I'm just there as a non-voting member to kind of guide things. And then, um, as soon as everything's rolling the way that I can see, all right, great. Everything's going, I'm out. I'm not going to be yeah. on the board and I'm just going to be a contractor. Well, I may eventually be like a creative director where I go around and find other photographers. We're talking about what that next step oh, is going to yeah. be. But yeah, um, I feel I'll like it'd be good be for you to have your eyes on them. Yeah, it, it's definitely going to be so. But what it would be is like, let's say, are you near Detroit? I am. Ish. I'm about an hour from Detroit and Chelsea, okay. so closer to Ann Arbor. All right. Yeah. All right. We'll just say Ann Arbor then, right? Yeah. So if we do Tween Esteem Ann Arbor and you're the photographer, right? And we have everything set for you. You find the 50 kids. You're great with fundraising. You have your studio. You're You're killing it. I just kind of make sure that you are doing everything great under the umbrella of tween esteem. For instance, we have child safety policies, Mm -hmm. right? We have to Mm -hmm. like, there's things like I, I can never be alone in the room with a kid. Yeah. Right. Whenever I'm, I need to adjust clothing. I have the mom or the guardian come over and actually do the adjustments. I just yeah. like guide them. God, right. There's a lot of important steps. things. Yeah. Yeah. And they're, like they're training. even more so. You'll need like a training or yeah. something. You know? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Yeah. Um, my my wife, her job is with the um, national headquarters for the YMCA, so they go through all of those trainings already. So it's great mm-hmm. because then she just kind of brings them back to me. And then I go through those same things. Um, yeah. They're great to have as a photo studio regardless, but they're yeah. even more important for us with something like this. Absolutely. And a lot of these kids come from homes that, you know, I'm, a, I'm six foot four. I'm not a small guy. Yeah. And I'm, I'm a very intimidating presence when it comes to these little kids. And you might want to say, well, you just ask them, right? Is it okay if I touch your arm? Is it okay? That's fine it's for di- most, most people. Y- yeah. But they wouldn't feel confident enough to say no if they mm. didn't want to, right? Yeah. So it, it puts a whole power play in that we just want off the table. So yeah. we, we take so many so steps to, to make sure that the kid feels comfortable, safe, and is able to have fun and express themselves. Yeah, I love it. Now, let's talk a little bit about before you went into the whole nonprofit scene or whatever, you did say that you have a a tween package for people who just want to bring their kids in and do a shoot. So will you tell people about that? Yeah, so I used to. I kind of got rid okay. of it when it came okay. because it, it became competing. People would go to check me out that they saw with Tween Esteem, and then they'd see that I charge for Tween Esteem, and then they'd get confused of, yeah. well, I thought it was yeah. free. And so I just stopped offering it. It's just part of my normal package. When I did it, I basically ran the same package as I do, packages I do for everybody else. Okay. I just geared the marketing towards tweens. Like you said, like everyone needs a self-esteem boost and you know, all of that. I just geared it all towards the tweens, but it was basically right. my same package as, as everything else. And what are your packages like? Do you mind just getting into that? Yeah. The details I know of, I of should know them off the top of my head, right? Oh, but, that's okay um, if you don't. Sometimes I have to question like 
what's what. Yeah, I, I do the same packages as or the same package setup as probably most of the Suprise community where I do the three packages. Yeah. You know, one, two, three, and the middle is the most popular package. Yeah. And um but for And there's me, a reason I, for that. There's a reason for the psychology. the psychology of selling. Yep. That's what it's Yeah. Yeah. And then that social proof. Oh, most of my clients choose this package or most of my clients spend X amount. People love social yep. proof as human beings and yeah. Yep. But yes. with my okay. work in particular, I find, and I also try to persuade people to go with more of wall art than mm. the portfolio boxes, okay. just because I, the way I, I edit and light and everything, I try to do it more artistically. Like for instance, when I show, when I shoot and then I show the, in the um, reveal, I, at max, I show 20 images. I show them fully edited because mm-hmm. I can't. If you saw my raw photo and then my final photo, they look so much different that it's hard for people to make that visual jump, Yeah, you know, without seeing it. Even if I show one and I'm like, all right, here's four others. Just can you imagine what they'll look like like this? Nobody like can. can, I'm with you on this. Not that my photos look a ton different once I'm done, but I just... I just don't, I don't, very rarely do I show the back of the camera. I don't ever yeah. show unedited photos. And yeah. it's not even that I'm doing a whole lot. I just, I'm with you on this. I don't do the instant, re- and it works really well for some people, which yeah. which is the beauty of it. You're like, you know what? I prefer wall art over portfolio boxes. And I prefer mm. showing only fully edited versus, you know, an instant unedited showing or whatever. Like, Right. The beauty is, is we get to do whatever we want for our own business. Like there's so many different ways to do things and whatever feels right to you, you get to do. So yeah, I am. Yeah, I mean, I am a little that. jealous. I'm jealous of the people who show just unedited right away. I'm like, oh God, that would save so much time. And, but it's just not, it's not w- what my photography is. Okay. So, but my thing too about it is that I just said this at ends at IPP when I'm done shooting, I am like ready to high five the client and say goodbye and like Mm -hmm. have some quiet time and like I need to recharge and whatever. The thought of then having to upload the photos, you know, call really quickly and get my favorites and show that it's like, it just sounds like too much for me in one one day. So there's that part of it too, where I'm protecting my own energy and what I need as well, like boundaries there. So... Yeah, I get that. Yeah, when people say, yeah, I send them out for dinner or lunch and then they come back and we do the full sales session. Yeah, yeah. I kind of feel like, whoa, that's like a, I think Sarai talks about that, right? She does like a 10 or 12 hour day or something. Yeah. Hell and to the no, no can thanks. I do that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah no thanks. <laughs> like bless yeah. Sarai's heart that she can do that. <laughs> yeah. But I am such yeah. a people person for this amount of time. Exactly. And then I need to be alone or I need to be with my family. I need to be listening to music or, you know, whatever that is. And it's no offense to my clients. Like, I'm like that with my friends. I'll be like out with them for three or four hours. And I'm like, all right, I'm peacing out. Like, time for me to go home. You know, I don't know. It's just, we're all so different with what we can and can't handle with our personality and our energy. And so it's, again, we get to make our business whatever we want. And it's out of respect for the client, too, because the person that they see when they come in for their shoot and then the person they see after 10 hours of being with that person is not the same person, you know? And I want to give them the beginning person. I don't want to show them what I look like after, you know, eight hours of just, ugh. Now you want to look at your photos? Okay, here's one. I know. (laughs) You know who else used to do that is Emily London, Emily London Miller. Mm -hmm. She's not shooting as much these days, but... um, if at all, actually. But she used to do that too, these eight-hour days. And she loved it. Like, yeah. she's like, my clients love it and I love it. And we go out to lunch and we did it. And I'm just like, like, girl, good for yep. you, but not for me. Anyway. It's a different person. I feel like those are the people that run for president and stuff. So they can just yeah. be like on all the time. On all the yeah. time. Like, yep. oh my gosh, I would not yeah, be no me. thanks. <laughs> all right. Okay, so you have the small... Middle, large package. Do you know what your average sale is off the top of your head? Um, Yeah. So, I mean, I've just started taking this seriously about less than a year ago, probably. Okay. As far as like really focusing on it. So my average sale is only like $1,000. That's not bad Um, though, Josh. Like $1,000 is a good, it's not bad. 
I know, but I, I, my goal, like I hear all the success stories. And so my goal is like, oh, I want to be, and, and you know what? I'm going to be, I'll be a little bit of a jerk here, everyone. You know, like everybody else, I see people's work and I'm just yeah. like, oh God, I feel like I'm so much better than that person. And yeah. they're selling, I mean, they are just killing it. If you believe yeah. what you see, they are yeah. just killing it. And I'm like, I am just scraping it. You know, I'm just like, I can't, I'm begging people I to mean, buy us, you know. Looking at your work, it doesn't match 1,000. Like, it should be much more. Um, But you're a year into it. Like, Yeah, I know. But Do you ever enter awards at all? Yeah, yeah. I took, so the best I've ever done is in Portrait Masters, I got fourth place, I think, in, was it last year? In which category? It was either... Just like portrait or creative, yeah, or contemporary or creative. I don't remember which one it was. We get a like lot an of photo. entries in that category. I'll have to look it up and see see which yeah. one it is. And but it, yeah. yeah, so I love I love. So I'm very competitive. I'm a sports kid. Okay, so yeah. I'm like if uh, Nikki. No offense to you, but if I hear you get like second place in something, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna beat Nikki. I gotta okay. beat Nikki now. And then I'm just <laughs> you know things like that. <laughs> oh, you know, I, it's just the way I am. I can't yeah, help it. Some people are like that, you know. <laughs> it's like, yeah. but I feel like having that competitive edge pushes you to improve your craft a lot. I mean, that's a yeah. huge part of it. Well, listen, sure. I'm not against free free shoots. I'm a very, I love being creative. And so I have a studio. And if this studio is going to sit here empty on a Tuesday, my thought is, why not just shoot? Why yeah. not, I mean, I'm not making money no matter what today. So, yeah. it, you know, being from Chicago, we have a huge model and photographer community. So we have all these Facebook groups. And I just say, hey, I need a model tonight. And I have 15 people who are like, I'll do it, I'll do it, I'll do it. And so they come in and we just do anything I want. Oh, that's and so, so fun. And also I do a lot of, um, if you see my work, you see a lot of the people, kids and adults in these big skirts, right? Yeah. So I make yeah. those. I, 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 do you really? I, yeah, it was a right COVID now. project. And I just yeah. decided I wanted Beautiful. to learn how to make these skirts. And so... I just started making them and they have um, drawstrings so they can fit like zero to 16 or 18, I think it is. So everybody nice. wears these things. So I make yeah. these and I make the headpieces and all this stuff. And my, my thing is I won't shoot something with a paid client that I haven't already tried out for free and for fun because I don't want to get in there when a paid client comes and be like, let's try this skirt on. And I'm like, Oh, it actually shoots terrible. And, um, you know, I, I want to be dialed in when the clients come, they get like the hall of fame, best of type thing, greatest hits and everyone else is what I just try and do. And I'll do free shoots all the time. I I, I would love it. I would shoot every single day if I could. Oh, that's awesome. We got to get your sales average up though. Look again, a thousand dollars is not, it's not shabby. It's not, but for your level of work, it's. Well, I appreciate um, it. And yeah. yeah. Yeah, you could definitely I, get that up. But you know what? In time, and in time, there's just like with everyone listening. There's there's marketing to do. There's the mm-hmm. self value work to do. There's although it sounds like it sounds like you know your work is good, so that is awesome. A good start. That's but, recent um, though. It takes a while to actually, I mean, imposter syndrome is real. It's real. I think, I yeah. think Annie Leibovitz has imposter syndrome. You know, yeah. I think it's, it's just, it, it never goes away with yeah. anyone. And something you said too is like, you, you kind of compare, like they're making this much, if you believe what you see sort of thing. Right. And I think it's really important to stay away from that. Mm-hmm. That competitiveness I know you have competitiveness, <laughs> but more so that comparison. Because what is it? The comparison right. is the thief of joy. Of course. Um, and there, you know, there have been times when I'm like, especially as I'm interviewing people, I'm like, is this person really ch- charging that much? Is there really a sale, sales average? And I'll do some investigating. Mm-hmm. Like I'll find their pricing. I'll look, you know, look at are these real clients they're shooting or are they just models? Like, thankfully, most of the research that I do, it <laughs> everything seems legit, which is great. There have been one or right. two instances when I've been like, mm, yeah, I'm not so sure about that. But <laughs> no. thankfully. But that comparison thing, like I've I've never cared if I'm the most expensive. I don't want to be the most expensive. I'm not like I have been the most expensive when I first started out in Seattle doing personal branding, and I was starting out at a thousand dollars. 
there were people in my networking groups who were charging 150. You know, I was the most expensive, but not because I was like, I'm going to be the most expensive and I want people. But when I did my bottom line and I only wanted to do eight to 10 shoots a month, that was what I needed to pay for my studio, to pay for my bills, to put away for savings, for tax and all of that. I don't give a shit what, you know, Johnny or Julie are charging down the street. I know what I need to charge. And that's what got me focused on, on it. If that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. And it's good that like all the, the showboating and stuff, I, I don't get that. Like honesty to me, it, what is it? Rising tide lifts all boats, right? Yeah. I, I, the honesty of the people I've talked to, like, um, you know, in this group alone, like Erica Manning and Rebecca Shepard, who have mm-hmm. been on the show, um, there's Ashley and Janine, who I'm sure will be on shortly. <laughs> it's just like these, these groups that you, you kind of just find yourselves in. Yeah. And you're able to be honest with each other. And they, they, you know, they can tell you, well, listen, I haven't had a client for a month, you know, and it's like, oh, that makes me feel so much better because yeah. now I know that even the people I know that are successful, they're struggle sometimes too. Absolutely. And I, I need, Absolutely. just personally, I need to hear that because mm-hmm. in the groups that I'm in, just any groups, all you see are success, 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 success. And you're like, really every single person in America is killing it. And, you know, I've bought the same courses and I'm not. It's interesting though, because maybe that's just what you're focusing on. Cause there are a lot of times I will scroll through the group and people are like, I need help. I don't know what to do next. Um, yeah, maybe. I'm struggling. Maybe I, don't. I don't have any clients. So maybe you're just kind of blazing over those because That's probably, there are yeah. those posts in there. And I think we focus on what, you know, we focus on what we focus on. So, you know, you're probably right. Yeah. And I, yeah, I just see like, da, 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 da. I made $12,000. Da, 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 da. I made $15,000 on a headshot session. Yeah, that could have oh, been for their, sure. of their life. Sure. And they're like, oh my gosh, I have to share with people who yeah. are going to understand or whatever. Maybe that's not what they always do or how it always yeah. works out. So it's it's just perspective of how we're Absolutely. looking and at I'm, these there, things. There's you know? no hate to people that share that stuff. I no, love it. No, no, Please no. do. Yeah. Like, be excited about like your successes. It's yeah. just for me, when I see it, I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> I know. Maybe it's that competitive edge in you. It is. It's you know? absolutely it's like, yeah. Just try to remember, take a step back. It's all perspective. And you've only been in business for a year. Not that, yeah, I mean, crazy. even if you had been business in business for 10 years, like I still have my mm-hmm. moments, don't get me wrong. Like we all do. Right. But um, it's all about perspective and just really paying attention to what is it that you need for your bottom line and who gives a shit what anybody else is doing, you know? Yeah, I know. That's what my wife tells me too. You guys <laughs> should all like get together. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I appreciate everything that you've shared. This is so cool. And I can't wait to check in, you know, a year from now and see where you're at with this, because it just sounds like you're so on track with doing everything right. You know, um, whether it is making sure that the tweens are comfortable and well-respected to having the proper channels of uh, funding and the 501c3 and expanding it in a way that this can really grow. Like it sounds like you are on point with all these things. And I, I'm so excited to see where it all goes. Yeah, me too. I mean, the tween is my own business aside. Yes. I love, I want that to succeed, but the tween esteem project in particular, I'm, I'm very excited because it's such a, some things when you do something good, it takes a long time for you to see effects of it, yeah. right? And you never know if you really helped. This is, I mean, it's immediate from when they come in to when they leave the studio, you see the difference. Mm-hmm. And then you hear stories from the parents in the next months and everything about, incredible. you know, the things. Yeah. Yeah. And we do it very scientifically where they have surveys when they come in, they have surveys after that way we can track it. And just over yeah, the years, so we'll smart. be able to see things. Yeah. Oh so yeah. Smart. It's, it's. It's a well-oiled machine at this point. I love it. I love it. Well, thank you for sharing it all. So we'll have to have you back again. Uh, But I do have a couple questions that I always ask at the end of each episode. And the first one is, what is something you can't live without when you're doing a photo shoot? So I'm going to go a little abstract on this one. And I'm going to say the drama. I need the drama in, in a photo shoot. I need, I need the fans. I need the, um, the lighting. I need the skirts. I, need, I, would, I would never be great at the sit on a couch 
smiling branding photo. I mean, yeah. I think that's a, there's a market for it and it's great. It's yep. just not who I shoot. And um, like, I would need her hair to be flowing and she's laying <laughs> on a Victorian couch, right? All that stuff. And recently I've began shooting tethered and I never oh. did that before. Yeah. And so now I really am starting to love it. So I guess a monitor would be my number two is I really love having that there just to, to see because I shoot with an old school camera. I shoot with a 5D Mark III. Oh, and nice. so yeah. I don't have the auto eye focus that everybody is having now. And mm-hmm. so I have to actually check to see if it's in focus. What and tethering so that system do you helps. use? I just use Lightroom. Oh, like because I don't edit in Lightroom, or anything. that's the only time I ever open Lightroom Classic oh, is when um, I tether, and okay. I don't have Capture One, but everyone tells me I should get Capture One, but <laughs> whatever. I, oh, I wouldn't steps. be able to live without Lightroom. See, again, we all do things differently. It's just yeah. so interesting. Yeah. All right. Number two is how do you spend your time when you're not working? Well, I'm one of the hundred million people in America who have become addicted to pickleball. So pickleball. I play pickleball all the time. I've been hearing about pickleball, yeah. that's oh, awesome. Oh man, let me tell you, don't try it. It's like a, it's like a, a drug, and you're going to be addicted. And I played one time, and that night I was buying like my own equipment online. That's funny. Um, yeah, it's it's nice. nuts. But other than that, I'm on Pinterest, I, okay. or I'm on YouTube, and I'm watching. Like fashion really inspires me, and so I'm yeah. like, I see. I watch Project Runway all the time. Oh, so I see like the one of my favorites. I love Christian. <laughs> right? I missed him, but yeah. Christian like really filled his shoes well. Right. I've gotta say. Yeah. yeah totally. And and so uh, like when I see something with a high neckliner, like, you know, these really abstract things, I'm like, how do you make that on YouTube? And then I figure out my way to make whatever. Cause they'll be like, you use Fantastic. interfacing, you do this. And I'm like, I'm just gonna do wire and that kind of stuff. So yeah, it, it's yeah. always inspiration nice. nonstop. All right. Number three is what is some sort of photography product that you would highly recommend for people? Okay. So that's a harder one. I think for me, just recently I've been getting into like Fresnel lights, like those Mm. really big old school stage lights basically. And, um, and they're really fun to experiment with. I haven't dialed it in quite yet. In fact, the biggest one I have, I can't even plug in, in this studio or it, it, Flips all the the fuses, so I have to. Oh yeah, it's. Are you using them as props within your portraits, or are you using them to light people? Both, both. So, um, I, I, they're cool. The ones that I'm using to light people, yeah, it's like two thousand. I don't know, like watts and kilowatts, and I don't know any of this stuff, but it's like two thousand watts, maybe. Yeah. And whenever I plug it in, I have about ten seconds. Until it just blows the fuse, and then I got to go over there and flip it again. And oh my so, gosh, wow! Yeah, but they're really Crazy. fun to play. I have smaller ones that can just go, but yeah. they're really fun to play with. But they get very hot. Like you need gloves yeah. to handle them. But I would say play with those if you can. Yeah, no one's ever said that. I like that. All right, uh, number four is what would you tell people who are just starting out? Create, create, create. Like never stop. Like I said, I'm all for free shoots. Just like do it, do it. Get you have any sort of crazy idea, shoot it. You yeah. you wanna you see something on TV that you think is amazing, try and shoot it your own way. Um, yeah. Look at books, look at magazines, try and recreate the things you love. To me, it's the most important thing that I do is create nonstop. Mm-hmm. Like I would say, if there's nothing else in the world to put on my uh, gravestone, I hope it just says creative. Because oh. that's all that's all I want to be is just yeah. create. And and I think you learn. You just learn nonstop when you're creating for yourself. Yeah. Agreed. 100%. Now, real quick, you said you had a quote yeah. earlier. I don't know if you know how I yeah. switched up that third question. Yeah. Did I trip I you up there? I did. No, no. no. Okay. Do you want to share I know your you quote? Don't, sure. I know you don't love quotes. So I know that that's why that's probably good. It's not gone. that I don't love them. I just have a bad memory and I can't remember them. And I'm always like, what's that uh, one quote that I really like? So, well, there's a quote that kind inspiring. of it, yeah, kind of changed my life. And it's by the great philosopher Jim Carrey. Mm. And um, he was doing a commencement speech. I have to give a little bit of a, a surrounding story to the quote. Yeah, please. And his, he was talking about how his dad could have been an amazing comedian. He was so funny and everything, but he had a family and he didn't want to take that risk with his family because it's a lot of risk. So he became an accountant. 
And he was an accountant for many years and he hated his job. And then he got laid off and they end up becoming homeless and everything. And he said, um, what he learned from his father was you can fail at what you don't want to do. So you might as well take a chance on doing what you love. And it, yeah. it, it completely changed the way I look at things. You know, you can, you can be a graphic designer and you can get mm. fired and then you never wanted to be that anyway. And now you're, you're lost. Yeah. Where, um, so you might as well take a chance at doing what you love. And yeah. here we oh, are. I love that. All right. Where can people find you online? Yeah. Okay. So for myself, you can find me at joshbeaton.com or joshbeatonphoto on um, Instagram. And then it's tweenesteem.org and tweenesteem on Is it tween? Okay. Instagram. I was looking at the website. We have them says, both. Okay. Smart. Yep. The tweenesteemproject.org and tweenest- yep. just tweenesteem.org. Okay. Yes. Awesome. Somebody was sitting on tweenesteem.org. So it took us a while to get that one, but okay. now we have it. So did they yes. both go awesome. to the same Good. place? Glad you got that. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thanks again, Josh. I'm excited yeah. to check in with you, you know, as things progress and you have to keep us posted. Absolutely. And if any photographers are interested in the project, um, like I said, our goal is to go national in the next couple of years. So please feel free to reach out or any questions about starting a nonprofit. I'm here. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you again. Thanks for great. having me. Thank you so much for listening to the Portrait System Podcast. Your five-star reviews really help us to continue what we do. So if you like listening, would you mind giving us a review wherever you listen? I also encourage you to head over to SueBriceEducation.com where you can find all of the education you need to be a successful photographer. There are over 1,000 on-demand educational videos on things like posing, lighting, styling, retouching, shooting, marketing, sales, business, and self-value. There's also the 90-day startup challenge, plus so many downloads showing hundreds of different poses. We have to-do checklists for your business, lighting PDFs. I mean, truly everything to help make you a better photographer and to make you more money. Once again, that's SueBriceEducation.com.